Listen up, everyone. We've just been informed that there's an unknown virus attacking all clubs. Symptoms have been said to be heavy breathing, wild dancing, coughing. So when you hear the sound, hoodie hoo, run for cover, motherfucker. This is the Talent Agency. So, welcome back to another mission of the Talent Agency. I am your host and GM, Nathan Blades. Uh, consider this maybe a season two, uh, since you've been listening with us so far. Uh, our last adventures uh, ended up with us uh, ending up uh, gaining a new secret base for our Shadowrunners. And so, I figured that would be an excellent opportunity to have some fresh blood to torture on microphone uh, for the entertainment of myself and the masses. So, uh, returning to us with this episode, we have Scotia. Hi, Nathan. (laughs) And we have two new faces this time. We also have Alicia. Hello. And we have Ray. Hello. And, uh, ooh, I... Oh, let's see. How shall I do this, actually? Shall we... Do you want to kind of go straight into... To do in the thing, do you kind of want to, like, talk about yourselves a bit as much on the mic as you want to, bearing in mind that this goes on the internet? Yeah, I, I'd be happy to do a little brief intro. Go ahead, Ray, okay. go ahead. You know I can't stop me talking about myself. <laughs> um, I'm Ray, I am a dungeon master for another campaign. I currently run Tales from the Dark Dragons Inn. You can find us on Twitter, at Dark Dragons Inn. And we are a fantasy role-playing game. We play D&D, and we cut out pretty much all of the rolling, the rules talking, and all of the nonsense, so you can get as much of the fun and action as possible. Mm-hmm. Hi. Um, is there any intros you want to do, or do you want to remain mysterious? <laughs> I'm Alicia. I have relatively little experience with role-playing games. However, I am very dramatic, which will... Oh my god, you guys have absolutely no idea. I've been, I'm I'm privy to the characters that everybody's built, and Alicia's character, oh my god, oh my god. So, with those introductions out of the way, let's get into the newest mission of the talent agency, Pass That Dutch. Uh, it's been about a month um, since we saw our various uh, runners. They had escaped from scouting London Studios, a abandoned uh, television studio on the South Bank that had been overgrown with magical plants. The Neon Hand, as she was known at the time, alongside Nano Ranger and Kyoto Joe, managed to exercise the uh, main ghost Amandragora by the name of Leon Lycoris, um, who had died in the middle of his magnum opus and uh, was still working on it a good uh, 20 to 25 years after his death. After seeing incredible fabricated ratings, uh, he vanished in a uh, puff of flower petals, and the three uh, anti-heroes left the building covered in sticky sap, but warmed in their hearts knowing that they had a new base of operations. 
since then, the building has been cleaned up slightly, not too much. The outside still looks overgrown as to maintain the front that the building is now abandoned. But uh, we go inside the building to see that the inside has been spruced up, uh, still maintaining a balanced mix between uh, plant and inorganic. Um, but very well swept, no longer any debris, no poltergeist wandering the halls. We find the, uh, we go into the edit suite where there was previously a, uh, a poltergeist editor in the middle of editing bits of Leon Lycoris's footage. And the neon hand is sitting in there looking at a computer monitor with, uh, automator, their Mr. John, their previous Mr. Johnson's face on it. Uh, for those who don't remember, uh, Automator is unlike most Mr. Johnsons, he refuses to uh, appear in physical person and preferring to deal with most of his jobs online in the matrix space that he's designed. But since he now has a base of operations, um, you, uh, the Neon Hand, among other people, have been going to the base to speak with him that way. Uh, so uh, what is uh, Neon Hand like wearing today? How's she chilling in this edit suite? Well, as you know, she's had the uh, recent branding update, so she's no longer the Neon Hand. She's uh-huh. re, um, rebranded herself as Data Von Tays. Mm-hmm. Uh, recent events have made her realise she's slightly less cat burglary and slightly more violent mm-hmm. than she previously She did just walk straight up to in the state agent and just tase her just because she could, and it was great. Exactly, and she enjoyed it a little bit too much. She's uh, um, accepting the darker side of herself. So I'd say, um, as opposed to the, the usual finery, she's wearing um, sort of like a smart fabric dress, but it's very the the patterns are very geometric. It's mm-hmm. like sacred geometry throughout, but in that sort of almost like Mass Effect sort of um, circuit board that mm-hmm. isn't quite mm-hmm. a circuit board kind of thing going on. Um, and she sat there, slightly darker, sort of more. Hella from Thor Ragnarok makeup mm-hmm, going on. Mm-hmm, okay. Yeah, yeah. And she's just relaxing in sort of a mixture of fabrics, uh, less sort of silk, more latex this time around. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Automator, um, so we, we join you in the middle of conversation. Uh, Automator is sitting in his uh, entirely digital director's chair, kind of lazily leaning to one side while his camcorder lens, that is his head shifts in and out of focus as he's talking to you and he's like okay I think we're at a stage where I'm ready to uh, call this back in business uh, I'm sure if you've have you drifted have you looked upstairs yet um, I haven't yet darling no I um, I had to uh, I, I followed up on one of the people that you spoke to uh, last when you were working here and Artemis Gumbles he seems to be something of a ghost expert although he wasn't a fan of me calling them ghosts Oh, the darling man who had the estate agent. Yes. 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 Uh, I, I feel very glad uh, from your the report that you have all submitted that you didn't taste him as well, because he was quite amenable to being paid uh, to uh, both investigate and negotiate with the ghosts that live here directly. So uh, currently, Leon Lycoris in a much more sedate form, and uh, his uh, producer and director, uh, Harry Price, are now residing upstairs in the building. Um, They also act as cover, as it were, so if anybody who isn't uh, a member of the company tries to wander up uh, in the building, they'll do their best to scare them away. Oh, speaking of company, um, I did figure that, you know, since uh, you and the others that I've previously hired um, have done me quite a solid of finding this place, that I will give you the honour of naming this entirely fake company. 
Oh, um, well, we were myself and Kyoto were talking about this, mm-hmm. and um, a few names did spread, you know, did come across our mind. But Phantom Arts and Entertainment. Phantom Arts Entertainment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can work with that. Because, like, ghosts, right? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah! And he's, like, gesturing quite wildly on the trit screen, and the digital wine in one hand is kind of spilling onto the floor and kind of digitizing out of existence as it falls out of it. He's like, very good, very good. I like that, I like that. Okay, so Phantom Arts Entertainment, I will make sure to add that to all uh, various uh, whoises and trackbacks. So we look like uh, the real thing. Um, I haven't been able to get hold of uh, some of the others at the moment. I was uh, I was kind of expecting to uh, have Kyoto Joe around, but I've not been able to speak to him. Do you know what's happened to him? Um, I have no idea. Luckily, he left some of his wardrobe behind, which uh, I've taken advantage of. But I don't know. Um, the dear darling hasn't been in touch, unfortunately. Well, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, I do have a job. Uh, lined up, but it's not mine this time. I figured that since I am now in charge of an entirely fake company, I should probably be acting more as a fixer. So instead of having jobs that I want you to solve, I can find other people that are willing to pay me as well as you uh, to go and do them, and I can be a bit more of a manager, and that kind of frees up my time a lot. Right. Um, I need a... Uh, I guess you could do this on your own, but if we're going to be kind of uh, expanding this, or at least making it look like a real company, we kind of need other people in various roles. So if anybody kind of asks you guys what you do as part of Phantom Arts Entertainment, you can give them a plausible lie. Well, I can't remember what uh, position you said you gave yourself within the company. Oh, I think um, makeup would be perfectly reasonable. Sure, sure, sure. So, um... If you happen to know any other people you can put on the on the uh, books, he quote unquote, that would be that would be sensible. Um, I think I do recall there was a, a darling young woman I met at a. I was attempting to steal. You know what I'm like. Um, there was a lovely necklace uh, at this fashion show. Um, and as you say that, the kind of borders of the camera frame turn into kind of like film reel. Yeah. And it goes a bit blurry and skips. And we are at this fashion show. Where is the fashion show? Um, I want to say Paris. Paris sounds good. But like neo-Paris, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would have a completely tronned out, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as it would be. So yeah, I would actually say it would be... Between the feet of the Eiffel Tower, like the room, the catwalk going in between. Yeah, that sounds good. Like an open air fashion <laughs> mm-hmm, show. Mm-hmm, um, is it raining? But I'm playing it. Oh, of course, <laughs> of course. I'll <laughs> But I have to know: is it raining? Because it's not near New Paris, unless it's like we get we have some rain slick streets reflecting the Toronto yeah. Eiffel Tower. No, no, it's it's raining, but they've obviously put up like a covering for the models. Mm-hmm. But then there's like a fake mist coming down for the aesthetic, <laughs> so they've gone to more effort to get mm-hmm. them almost wet. It's mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, now I've obviously uh, this is one of the first times I've used my knowledge of either fashion or makeup to get behind the scenes mm-hmm. to get obviously closer to the mark. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, excuse me, that is this that's part of the latest collection you're wearing now on your neck. It's ever so shiny. Well, of course it is. I do work for them, my dear. No, I know. So I just, what are you doing here? I I'm doing so much. Uh, part of the makeup team. Oh, Papa doesn't speak to the help. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm 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 shutting up. This is your moment. No, 
I um, I understand that. Far be it me uh, a lowly maker artist. I just I just wanted to sing your praises. I do apologise if I came across. Uh... Well, I do always appreciate praise, and if that could be delivered to my backstage room, please, ideally with a gift of preferably money. If you could, which um, is your roommate? How's your name on it? Is that correct? Um, Papaya. Papaya. Fantastic. And that is when the near hand would have made her move to try and pick the lock and see what valuables were inside the room. Mm-hmm. Now she knows who it's attached to. Oh, do I make you do a flashback roll for picking locks? Yeah, I think I'm gonna. Yeah. So, that so what be... skill are you using to pick this lock? Ooh, that would. Hey, it's gonna be. No, I would have just close combat it. I would have kicked it with my heel, which is okay. A lock. Okay. So that would be agility um, plus. Well, your close combat skill. Yeah, which is um, it's agility plus. Four. So four, yeah. yeah. Okay. How many fives and sixes? <laughs> just two. You slam your... Uh, are, you, are you, like, kicking the lock open? Yeah, I'm, I'm flat. Yeah, it's going to be like a sidekick, like crescent kick straight into the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you slam your heel into the lock, expertly aimed, yeah. so the uh, stiletto of your, your shoes, which you've previously customised to also act as a bump lock pick, um, slam into the lock... There is a loud clang as it does that. The heel of your shoe snaps, but the door opens. I would assume at this point one of your drones would be waiting for you on the other side of the yes, door. Yes, my PA drone yes. is there waiting for you. Papaya does not speak to the help. Are you help? Not exactly. I'm considered more of a hindrance now, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I missed this. At this this. point, I you have already heard her drone. Yes. And it is now running up towards you. Yes. Some I, makeup artist you are. I might... I mean, I was definitely making things up. <laughs> yes, I can quite clearly see that. Now, if you'd like to tell me why you're trying to break into my room. Because I love shiny things. I imagine you appreciate this. But Yes, and they're mine. I know. And, you know, you would get other shiny things. But they wouldn't be the ones I currently own. Can I help you with something? I I think we'll be at a rather I think we'd be at a rather large impasse. The things I want to do, you wouldn't help me with, and the things you want. No, I no. Would... Can I help you with something? Oh, maybe. Ooh. And then, yeah, the the uh, the cinema effect happens again. And it snaps back to the. Uh... The editing room, that's right, we were in the editing room. I remember things that I established three minutes ago. <laughs> Shit. Uh, how should we continue from here? Because uh, previously, to pop the curtain very slightly, we have kind of previously discussed how characters know each other yeah. and in various levels of familiarity. So uh, would you like to work in the other member of this heist now? How would you like to work them in? Are we going to cut to later when Papaya enters the building? I mean, so do you. I mean, I'm, I'm relying on you to, to introduce Raz, so when right. would you like to do it? I'm introducing you, so I would say it would make the most sense for me to already be in the editing room when I do this. Obviously, I would have known that. I'm introducing someone unless I'm there. We could, yeah, so in the sort of Shadowrun way, would it cut back to me? You see me, darling. Mm-hmm. Data gets out her new themed Decker sort of. Oh, what, what shape is it? What does it look like? It's got. I think it's going to look like um, a coil of hexagons mm-hmm. that go across, and there's sort of like an ombre to it. The colours, it's a gradient, gradient of hexagons as it wraps around your forearm. Cool. And cool. obviously, like it can be, 
it's modular, of course. Mm-hmm. So the hexagons can be put into different places depending on the mood. So you'll see, and Papaya pops up, hit dial, then cuts to myself and Papaya sat in the editing suite. Mm-hmm. Ah, so this is the delightful Papaya, uh, Automator says uh, again on this still actually kind of old um, editing suite vid screen like he's not bothered to really upgrade much of the unnecessary technology within the building because it's front so he's a bit grainier than you would be kind of expecting it's definitely not the the latest 7k kind of output he um summons a a hat out of thin air puts it on and then tilts it it's it's a pleasure to meet you darling and likewise you're uh, more retro than i had expected well, it's okay. I kind of have appreciation of the old ways. We do uh, move on with technology so quickly, and I find that the some of the old school aesthetics still ring true for me. But it's a uh, it's a delight to have you on board. I do have one more position open for this uh, particular gig that I've been fed. Um, I don't suppose you would happen to know anybody. I think I just might actually. We are. Came to blows somewhat, but I do believe he has some unique skills that may be of use to us. The uh, screen once again flickers to uh, film tape ribbon as there is an editing cut jump to a different location. Where did you meet this mysterious additional criminal? At the Royal Exchange Theatre. Well, naturally, yes. I was uh, there for the uh, launch of my latest play. I was trying to remain incognito, but I couldn't pass up the opportunity to introduce myself mm-hmm. to the famous and well-established papaya. Um, I was relaxing in my private box when I was very rudely interrupted <laughs> yes. by the proprietor of the play. A rather small, dark-skinned dwarf approached you. I thought I might have a moment of your time. Hmm. I suppose. What is it? Well, I couldn't help but notice that you're rather beautiful. I know. And Thank you. I've, I, I believe I'm familiar with you. you your, your work is truly something beyond words. Do you have three million Christogram followers? But... I do think I could put words to it. And I would, if you would give me the opportunity, love to write it. Into something such as your viewing now. Well, of course. Well, what other finer form of art could Sweetheart, there be? Sweetheart, are you aware I still have a career? Well, yes, you could, you could Play start Play for the retirees. Whilst this is true, there is a growing young audience of... Um, I mean, retired fame. Ah, naturally. Well... That's quite all right. If you're not interested, I, I'm i sure there will be some other young starlets who would give like me a boost in their upcoming career. Give me your card. <laughs> I'm gonna, As I'm, you wish. I'm going to ask you to make a roll of... Uh, are you using negotiation? Are you oh, using con? Yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to... <laughs> Uh, so negotiation is charisma plus three. So mm. uh, you are entirely free to also do an opposed negotiation yeah. role <laughs> to detect this may possibly be BS. Oh, three. Woo, she buys it! <laughs> <laughs> ah, with no successes. Uh, you convincing. <laughs> convincing. You may not necessarily be, be done for the... Uh, the idea of looking like a retired starlet at question mark age, but... 
At, at some point in time, I'm, I'm sure you'll find a reason to contact me. Well, Thank I would you. certainly be able to keep my legacy going after I... Uh, and I would think nothing less of it. I am going to spend a plot point to give... Uh, Raz, a suggestion, although you've not introduced your name, which you can over the course of exchanging information, but uh, now might be a good idea to display a little bit of your magical ability to suggest that you are down for the crimes. As I walk away from the the private box, I make an absolutely clear point of completely changing my entire visage, Uh, and in fact... I begin to look like a young human child with bright blue eyes and little blonde hair, and I walk out into the corridor and go, Mom, where's Mom? I'm a dwarf, so passing myself yeah. off a child is it's really easy. Um, um, and uh, what, what's Papaya's reaction Papaya to that? Papaya basically just rolls her eyes and stares at him, but nonetheless pockets the card, knowing this may come in quite handy. And again, there is there is a warp effect as it goes back to the edit suite. Uh, for all those descriptions, I'm going to give everybody an additional plot point because I enjoyed all of those. Good, good, good. And uh, when it cuts back to the um, back to the present day, mm-hmm. uh, it's in the main stage this time uh, where. Uh, previously, there was a face-off against Leon Lycoris, the uh, big mishmash of uh, screens forming a larger screen on the back wall is still there, to which Automator is uh, sitting on and has now uh, put up the digital equivalent of velvet curtains around the edge. Uh, you are all sitting in the kind of audience seating, and he's like, this is... He's kind of nodding to himself like, yeah, this is much more preferable for how I kind of want to speak to my talent. It's like, right... I'm glad that you're all here. It's nice to meet you, uh, Raz. Razmataz, yes. Huh. <laughs> 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 uh, um, I hope that you are up for some dirty deeds done, um, I must say, in this case, somewhat cheaply, but if you impress, I'm sure I can find more work for you in the future. I look forward to it. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, I have managed, I've put my feelers out for others in the kind of entertainment industry who need a little bit of help from the shadows. And I have found this wonderful gentleman uh, who works for Cadence Bank. There is a little bit of a, a thought bubble flash for, uh, for Data Vontae's. Um, she remembers the job that she did where she broke into Apex Apart Hotels to go and uh, hack away at the code of the digital pop star Orpheus, yeah. who uh, was on a pre-programmed contract to work for Cadence Bank. So uh, they have a, a little bit of established talent. You might have heard of, uh, I don't know how much you are into uh, current... Uh, corporate pop music, but there is an up-and-coming star, Johnny Antalia, and uh, they need a bit of a retainer for them, or something, I understand, um, just to, to look after him, and it can't be just that, otherwise they wouldn't hire Shadowrunners for it, but it seems straightforward enough, and I think a probably a pretty good way to go and get uh, the character of uh, future future talent. Um, oh, just so I know, um, because I need to make sure that you are all on the ball and when somebody asks you that you work, who, who you work for and where you work and what role you work within the Phantom Arts Entertainment, you actually give a plausible job for why you're there. So, uh, Papaya, 
What job are you uh, working with us as? I'm quite clearly the talent. Well, no shit, darling. I mean, <clears throat> are you an actress? Are you uh, are you a I'm juggler? I want to be. My main persuasion is modelling. I do a little bit of stage acting in my spare time. Yeah. Uh, he he like glances to the side. He's like, yeah, that's right. I did. I did uh, manage to find your profile on Instagram. I guess that's acting. Um, <coughs> <coughs> <clears throat> Don't complain about who's paying you, dear. <sighs> if you didn't need the money, you wouldn't be working here. Uh, and you, Raz? Yes, uh, I'm Darren Snowfall. I'm a screenwriter, but mostly I write for the stage. So, huh. I guess it's believable to have people who already work in the industry work for us. That's a level of believability. I wasn't expecting you to give up your actual name, so forthright. I mean, I found it well, ages ago. But, I mean, you know. actual is debatable. <laughs> Nevertheless. Mm. Don't don't make me show everybody your baby photos. It's not... <laughs> they are adorable. You'd love them. Don't worry about it. Okay, okay. Enough joshing around. Enough joshing around. I I believe that the uh, you're actually being picked up in a limo, which is, I think quite fancy, I think a good way to start the day. Um, they have actually ended up uh, arranging for a pickup quite close to where we are. They're at the uh, remains of the London Eye, uh, which is actually just down the road. So I think, um, get going, I guess. <laughs> um, is there any kind of preparation you want to do within London Studios before you leave? Oh, I'll just head to, um, I assume... Data took a dressing room for her own. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so she you might have to fight over it now, but <laughs> oh, I would say there's probably more than one. It's it's a very very large dressing room with lots of like additional closed off changing room spaces. But if you want to take control of like the main makeup space, that might be a bit <laughs> a bit of a contested argument. Um, as always, I grab my uh, handbag, which is also an RFID lined. Messenger bag essentially. Um, I will put in three items, mm-hmm. which I will use plot points to describe at a later date. Absolutely, all makeup themed, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, apart from that, yeah, I'll just um, don a fairly because she's going to uh, be portraying your sort of makeup artist slash assistant. She'll don slightly uh, more boring clothes, mm-hmm. which is a grind. And she does not enjoy, but yeah, she's just in sort of like simple black, but okay. nothing, nothing too extravagant to take attention away from papaya. Mm. Any setup papaya wants to do? Uh, papaya has changed into her smart fabric dress. Mm-hmm. She's currently cycling through about twelve different dresses and haven't quite settled on it yet. So she's a bit of a uh, technical blur mm-hmm. as she's walking about. As she decides what she's doing on them, other than that, she has just finished filing her claws. <laughs> Just to clarify, it was an escort mission, essentially, right? Uh, yeah, that's you are going to be told. looking after Johnny and Leah yeah, yeah. That's, that's for okay. mediocre pay. That's fine. Okay. Um, I think Raz is going to go through the stack of IDs that he always keeps upon his person. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to pick out three of them. Mm-hmm. Similarly, I'll reserve those. Um, and I think that's going to be the main thing he focuses on. Um, he throws on his, his jacket, which is personal lucky jacket's just this thing. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a pilot's jacket, really sort of old school brown leather. Mm-hmm. It's worn to shit because it's super old. 
Um, but otherwise, he tucks away his book, and as he's walking to you know the place, the cloakroom, I guess, um, he's just reading a secret organization inside a studio. Must make a note of that. And he's just muttering to his book mm-hmm. as he goes. Thank you for listening to The Talent Agency. The start of a new mission arc is always exciting for me to share. Opening The Talent Agency, or should I say Phantom Arts Entertainment, to more players is an absolute joy to do, and I hope you'll all give them your love and support. As always, we love your feedback. If you're so inclined, please leave us a review on iTunes. Five-star reviews featuring a world-building or mission suggestion will be read out on the show, and I'll do my best to incorporate it into a later episode. If you want my DM notes on the missions I've run so far, you can find them on my website, arslingua.co.uk. Now back to the show. Time passes and we find the three of you walking um, underneath. The camera kind of looks up slightly from you and you see the kind of rusted, vine-twisted remains of the London Eye affected by the flower bomb. And there is a uh, very clean-looking, low-riding black limousine um, parked outside. Would it be possible for me to take my moped and follow along? Sure. There's nothing you don't have to get in the limousine. Yeah, I'm not making you get the demo. He got the bus over here, so this is much nicer. It's like down the road, you can walk. <laughs> I mean, to get to the studio, he got the bus. Oh, sure. to the studio, <laughs> not not to the limousine. Um, yeah, no. So this is much nicer. <laughs> He'll quite happily get into the limousine. And Papaya obviously gets into the limousine and immediately complains there was not a champagne service. Raz opened the door for you. Yes, of course, of course. Uh, inside the, the limousine you find uh, two men uh, one in his uh, late 40s, he's kind of portly uh, he has uh, mirror shades on that are asymmetrical um, so one side kind of extends in a very uh, large elaborate vertical pattern, while the other is a bit more mundane, um, he's wearing a uh, very like it's not money, money, but you can tell it was, you can tell it was custom tailored. But it definitely doesn't look ostentatiously done. Um, it seems that his uh, idea of facial wear is all the ostentatiousness that he needs. Um, but you can tell by his general expression, he's like um, flatly pleased to see people uh, sitting next to him. Is a guy in his young twenties. He is uh, a white guy, white human with frosted tips, spiked. He is wearing a mesh shirt uh, that looks like it's got a copperish colour into it. Um, His trousers are very, very tight. Um, He is wearing incredibly oversized, like, basketball dunks. And at the moment that people that aren't people he knows gets in the car, he pulls a face. He's like, do we have to have these guys? It's not... It's not a thing I want to do. I, I can go by myself, God. And the uh, partly older gentleman is like, oh my God. Yes. Yes, these guys are going to be looking after you. Uh, this is part of your contract. Do what I tell you, please, for the love of God. And uh, uh, the, his voice raising, for please, for the love of God, the, the younger kid pulls, like, a very surprised voice. Ah, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. 
uh, the the older gentleman turns to uh, the lot of you and says, "Hi, hi. These uh, must be these must be the uh, the runners that I have. Um, well, the runners, quote unquote, that I have booked, quote unquote, from the Phantom Arts Entertainment." And he chuckles to himself, like, uh, uh, "That's actually pretty clever." But what, what the fuck, man? Uh, <laughs> I was expecting more. Mr. Antlier, I presume, he says to the younger gentleman, and who might you be? Antlier just kind of like rolls his eyes at you and stares out of the window at the rusty. Just how, how old is this guy, just out of curiosity? He's in his early 20s, he should okay, know just better. Checking. He That's should fine. know better. Uh, <laughs> I assume as much. And uh, the other guy's like, yes, I am um, Larry Sellers. I uh, work in uh, talent. For Cadence Bank, I uh, look after our solo artists division. Um, I'm sure, I'm glad that you've heard of uh, of uh, Mr. Andley and Johnny Boy, but uh, I, you seem to be kind of out of the target demo for what we were expecting for him. I might have to go and make a note of that. I didn't think they would be older, but that's fine. That's older. Fine. Huh? Older. How old do you look, Rez? I'd say I'd probably look about forty-ish. Uh, yeah, 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 older than the t- older oh, than the talking demo for Johnny and Michael. Yeah, you're speaking to all of us. My apologies. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry, don't worry, darling. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, I, but seriously though, I'm pretty sure I asked for three. Uh, our uh, accompaniment is. Hiding externally. The extra security, you understand. We we have an Overwatch situation. Just in case. He he stares at you, not that you can tell. And he blinks in surprise, not that you can tell. And uh, winds down the window of the limo and like leans up, looks from side to side. <laughs> and watch, sees uh, Data Vontae's waving from Moped in the background, winds the window back up and says she's not very stealthy. No, but... No, no, at this point, she has put on, like, a neckerchief. <laughs> like, the accoutrement she would normally wear when she is riding her moped, so not stealthy. Mm. No, but she she does the job, as I understand. Okay. Uh, and it's like, okay, well, that's fine, I guess can brief her at the destination. I don't like have to explain myself twice, so you absolutely you can not. Just do it. You can just do it. And uh, the the limo pulls away, and then we kind of get a shot of inside the limo, and you can see lights moving past on the outside abstractly. At this point, the Larry Sellers has gone and uh, poured himself a glass of champagne. Uh, Johnny Andlier is drinking a soda. <laughs> uh, you have both been offered champagne. Oh, absolutely! And I, I would love a glass, just a small. Okay. It's about time. Uh, do you have any strawberries as well? I, I don't drink champagne without strawberries. Well, then I guess you're not drinking champagne, sweetheart. Well, for me. Uh. <laughs> At this point, you've grabbed hold of the bottle. <laughs> I'm drinking it out of spite now. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> mm. For the sake of expediency, would Data be able to try and hack um, any internal mics within the limo so she can just hear what's going on? Okay, so uh, tell me who you want to be hacking to get in, because that's going to change the DC of the thing, the difficulty of the thing you want to do. I'll just try, if either of these two have like comms units on them or something, I'll just try and hack that. Could I spend a plot point instead to say that unbeknownst to Raz, 
Data has placed a microphone upon him because we're both being tracked for our performance or whatever, right? Mm. That's a good point. That's a good point. So okay. probably... maybe he's, he's subtly. Uh, oh, I will yeah, take yeah, that plot yeah. point really for me. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so uh, we you there's like a brief flashback. Oh, let's be flashback for just one plot point. This is a good <laughs> idea. Uh, <laughs> There, uh, there is a point earlier on we were having a one-to-one conversation with the automator and it's like, right, well, I, uh, I figured that you would be good for this job because you'd be able to keep an eye on the new talent. So I uh, make sure you, you'll, you'll, be, you'll be keeping an eye out. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'll make sure they're both heavily bugged just so uh, if I have to stray from them or they stray from me, I don't know exactly what's going on. Marvellous, marvellous. <laughs> and it, <laughs> uh, there is... Uh, uh, what, what, what's, what kind of bug is you placed on Raz and where? Oh, um, <laughs> it will be uh, some sort of pin for the literary arts mm-hmm. that I've given him, like a charity logo thing almost. Mm-hmm. Just like, darling, um, I understand, you know, we're going to be working together and I want to show that, you know, I support my teammates and I put this, like, save the box kind of style mm. thing on. And uh, the camera kind of, like, zooms in yeah. real close and then one of the O's in books is just a little camera lens. Yeah. <laughs> it's blinking. Um, the camera rolls its eyes at Johnny Atlas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, uh, the, the, the Mr. Johnson goes like, okay, okay, right, so... We are um, going through a bit of image change with Johnny Boy over here, and you can tell that he hates being referred to as Johnny Boy, but that's why uh, Larry keeps doing it. He has this really, really clean pop persona. We kind of did a research and assumed that was tracking really well, and people have managed to go back all the way around and have had 90s nostalgia for the third time. So... Uh, we've this has been going really, really well, but uh, there's been we want the kind of kids that want a bit of an edge, want a bit of hard image. There people uh, buy the album and then kind of complain that they're corporate sponsored. So we wanted to see if we could do a collaboration with somebody entirely like wild. He says with a hand gesture, it's wild, uh, and uh, yes, yeah, somebody who uh, who who is uh, kicking, sticking it to the man, and all that. But they probably won't really talk with us. Uh, we were looking at uh, one called God Helmet and he says God Helmet in a way that implies that it's all caps <laughs> <laughs> and I you can, does anybody kind of have um, knowledge role have any knowledge skills about music okay, all of you make a charisma plus logic role how many hits Papaya? three okay, how many hits Skosh? two how many hits, Raz? Also three. Okay, so uh, Raz and Pyre, you both have heard of God Helmet before. Uh, God Helmet is an uh, like an anarchist noise wave musician. Nice. They uh, have never been seen without their oversized and historically inaccurate helmet um, blocking their face. Uh, they tend to wear gloves a lot, so it's very, very little exposed skin, but you kind of hear about them a lot. They do a lot of different types of art projects, although music is kind of the general realm that they work in. Kind of heavily reviled by a lot of uh, corporate art productions. And naturally, I love them. Um, <laughs> but also not particularly liked by the general anarcho artist community. Um, they... Yeah actually find them to be a bit off-putting in how they work. They are just too punk and also a bit too kind of like self-centred and self-aggrandizing. Sure. Um, they do good work occasionally, mm-hmm. 
occasionally and that's enough to make it go like real big to the head but they're still big enough to kind of get solo club nights and stuff like that it cuts back to back to um larry and larry's like yeah uh perfect kind of candidate for somebody who i think would be amenable to doing something if it feels like they would be sticking it to the man if we frame it in just the right way so we just need them to kind of encounter each other and there happens to be a club night at the black box um, tonight and i have gotten uh, tickets for Johnny Boy and an entourage to go. I want to make sure that he has a nice time. I want to make sure that he sees and meets and talks to God Helmet. And I also want to make sure he's not robbed and or stabbed by the random filth that goes to club nights like these, because I don't fucking know the kind of people that go to this kind of thing. It's outside of my research remit, and I personally don't want to know. All I want to know is that my Johnny Boy is uh, safe and profitable and <laughs> like raises his eyebrows and looks back like profitable am I just like a cash cow to you and he's like yes yes now go back to staring out the window oh, oh. and looks out the window again so right so you know this is a simple enough job but I also want to make sure that if it happens to be real rowdy there that I know that he is well looked after and people kind of respect Shadowrunners for some bullshit reason. They respect you guys. So. <sighs> I am happy to pay you 4k new yen for that. Mm-hmm. I think it sounds reasonable for, for what you guys are doing. Each? Well, yes. Okay, I think we can. 4k new yen <laughs> is below average for yeah, For uh, what run. we do, but yeah. I'm trying to make an impression right now, so mm-hmm. it's, it's Okay, fine. I'm not going to contest that. Cool, that's cool, that's cool. Do you have any questions? What about 5k? <sighs> well, say, state your case. Well, uh, you've got some excellent talent on here. I think I would be a good look for the Johnny Boy as well. Um, I don't believe he's actually been seen with any women ever in a club and I don't doesn't quite fit with your corporation's image, shall we say? <laughs> it would uh, definitely sway the gossip mags a little bit, I guess. Make a negotiation wrong and I'm gonna roll against that actually because that's quite important to do. <laughs> Since it's against a person, it's actually contested. How many successes? Five. One success. So <laughs> yeah, no he's kind of like, you know, actually yeah, no, that would that would definitely help. 5k, 5k, sure, okay. sure, deal. Pleasure doing business as always. And uh, it seems that we are here, and the, 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 the limo slows down to a stop. The side door kind of pops open, uh, you get a view of London Bridge, uh, you see the Shard Arcology. Um, since it's been built, it's actually been turned into a self-sustaining like entire building you don't even need to leave there's a power generator there's a hydroponics part like all our colleges um, companies tend to you know have corporate culture within so you don't even need to leave work you can <coughs> just live at work um, the Shard is currently owned by the Wayland Consortium who are very very rich the original Wayland was American but the Consortium is such a large nebulous group of people you're not quite sure what nationality owns this company they're just rich they made a space elevator Jesus Christ it's still it's drizzling faintly outside, and you can see uh, a, a queue of people like leading out of a train arch. 
It's like, well, uh, have at it, lads. And uh, kind of like elbows Johnny in the ribs. It's like, go on, go on, go with them, go with them. So, <clears throat> fine, I'm just trying to have a good night with these guys. Don't, it looks like, well, you don't slow me down. Just don't slow me down. By all means. He steps out and kind of like very hastily at like speed to put immediate distance between you two crosses the road and heads towards the UV train arch and out of line sure. of sight so oh, yeah. okay <laughs> that, that's probably a problem mm. um in that case I, I definitely give chase uh, Raz jumps out of the car and sh- shouts over to Data which way did it go Excellent. Gestures <laughs> into the distance, into <laughs> um, the train arch, and uh, speeds away. Papaya remains in the limo. Remains in the limo, and then sends her PA drone out to open an umbrella for her before <laughs> she exits, because she spent far too long on this hair for the humidity to ruin it. Mm-hmm. And so she's just it standing there, out there, looking around like, oh my gosh, what on earth have I gotten myself into? It's for the money. It's for the money. It's for the money. Five guineas. Five guineas. New dress. New blue uh, Assuming you're kind of giving chase, the kind of uh, it cuts. To, you're you see you're immediately outside sure. the the black box. It is steps down into fucking hovel. This place looks so grimy. You wonder if it was on purpose. There is a massive queue mm-hmm. of uh, various gangers and punks, ne'er do wells. And uh, Johnny uh, is currently being suspended in the air by a bouncer. Um, Johnny is flailing his arms and legs in the air, being like, Don't you know who I am? I'm Johnny Adlier. Let me in. <laughs> I approach the bouncer and say, I believe we may already have had a bit of a misunderstanding. Um, oh, do yeah. either of you have the guest list? I believe we're on it. Oh, okay. Under Johnny and Leah? Yes. I'm That's on... like not a name. Yes, well. That's disagree. a constellation from what I remember. It's a fake-ass name. You know kids these days. They're, they're into their starlets and their stars. He, he's obviously aspiring to be... And this point, Johnny has stopped flailing and just staring yeah, at him. Yeah, I'm, I'm openly... It's, it's fine. Um, at this point, he's like, you know what stars are like. Have you heard of papaya? At this point, you can hear the shots of the distant cries of papaya, papaya, picture, yeah. please. I, if you spread Instagram the popcorn, they are. Yes, <laughs> My yeah, they recognise you. Yeah. in the background, and there's mm. a small crowd of my papayaites forming around me. Papayaites, fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, you you clack down into the the, the this train arch. Uh, various punks who you figure would necessarily be into your brand, <laughs> but, but they, uh, they know who you are. <laughs> um, <clears throat> are kind of, like, torn between trying to get out of the queue for your attention, but also they've been queuing for 45 minutes. Uh, <laughs> what's Data doing? Data strolls up behind her, eyes like, um, excuse me, darling, there's been a misunderstanding. Um, the young man, uh, he's here to meet uh, God Helmet. I do believe we do have passes for this. Okay, 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 fine. Fine, Jeff, Jeff, Joe, come out here and you have the, you have the list. And uh, Jeff, who is amusingly generic, like thorough, like you just made a default character in Second Life generic, just kind of comes out with a hollow pad and is kind of skimming through. So, who am I looking for? It's like Johnny 
Anglia. Surely it should be Antila. It's like, no, it's Anglia. Like, like the const- you know it's the constellation. That's, uh, Could uh, you perhaps put him down? He might be a bit calm. He can stay up there, it's fine. <laughs> he looks at both of you and like, I'm going for what she's saying. Continues to hold him yeah, up in the air while Jeff looks through and is like, Johnny, Antlia, yeah, plus three... And I guess it's you three and Johnny is like, yeah, I know these two. I don't know who the fuck that is. Pointing at, uh, pointing at. She's at us. Days. Not a problem. Fair enough. Uh, okay, okay, Boris, let him in, let him in. And Boris gently, like effortlessly, like a cloud, puts uh, Johnny back on the floor. Was that fun? Was it worth it? <laughs> Uh, who are you asking? I'm, I'm asking Johnny in this instance. I'm asking this 19 age Yeah, Johnny jo- is kind of like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> and Boris says, I enjoyed it. And then Pat's um, kind of with very large hands, almost all of you collectively on the arse to sweep you inside the building. Um, as you uh, start to make your way into the building, you're, there's like a little um, antechamber before you make your way in. And uh, there is a lady in a uh, leather dress and a big mohawk hair do saying, right, before you make your way in, part of the God Helmet experience is that you need to have the God Helmet technology before you enter in. So please take these God Helmet helmet sets, helmet sets, TM, 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 TM. Um, so you are ready for the experience and they hand you something that looks like a Dragon Ball Z skeleton that just goes over one ear. It's black. It's got punk spikes around the top of it. <clears throat> he gives she she gives you four of them. Uh, please make sure you have these on you when the performance starts to get the full God Helmet experience. Tm tm tm. Do I know anything about this thing? Have I seen this kind of technology before? Is it, is no, uh, this is a piece of technology you've not seen before, but you do know um, from previous God Helmet knowledge sure. um, that, yeah, uh, technology is actually a fairly large part of their shows. Sure. Uh, they apparently used to work in InfoSec and uh, were a bit of a maker. Like, they liked to craft shit. Okay. Um, in their free time and then that became incredibly more activist and then they built their own guitar and then it just became a thing so yes a piece of proprietary technology for a a god helmet experience tm 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 is uh expected do you take the do you take the pieces oh no hesitation data puts it straight on okay Uh, papaya takes it but uh Stares at it for a few minutes before changing her dress several times to better coordinate you into a nice sort of leather mini dress with a couple of fake studs around mm-hmm. it to compliment I wait to see what Johnny does. Johnny puts one on, he just immediately just yeah. whacks it onto his face, he looks yeah. at Spikes and is like, oh, it's sick, and just puts it on. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I, I put it on, turn it on, see if it does anything interesting. Um, In there the is the a kind of like... Um, welcome to the God Helmet Experience, TM, TM, TM. It's actually like in God Helmet's voice, Welcome to the God Helmet Experience, TM, TM, TM. Um, please hold. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's not ready yet. Yeah, yeah. Like, please wait for the experience to start. Um, and uh, the attendant in the leather dress kind of opens a hyper soundproof door, and the moment he opens the door, just a slow bit. Uh, so he's like you were surprised that, that door was able to hold back as you step in and descend into the black box and with that 
the uh, camera pulls back out onto the general uh, street um, outside. It's still misting. Uh, a cop car passes by, and you see about a dozen people run out from the queue, just scatter into upon hearing upon hearing a cop car. So the talent agency will return after these messages. Thank you for listening to The Talent Agency, part one of mission four, Pass That Dutch. On this mission, you've been listening to Scotia as Data Vontaze, Alicia as Papaya, Ray as Razmataz, and Nathan as your Game Master. The theme music is Ammonia Clouds by Blank Banshee. Sound effects are provided by freesound.org. This mission is based around Pass That Dutch by Missy Elliott. So let's talk about Afrofuturism, huh? Genre fiction, especially fantasy and sci-fi, is often presented from a very white male perspective, and Afrofuturism as an art movement recontextualizes science fiction from a black perspective, specifically African-American, but it's a pretty global idea now. At the time of recording, Janelle Monae and Marvel's Black Panther are standout examples of the genre, but there have been decades of writers, musicians, and artists putting blackness at the forefront of a technological, galaxy-spanning future. Miss Yellett may not be the first name you think of when the genre comes up, but take one look at her music videos and you'll see why I think she embodies the movement wonderfully. In my teenage years of watching MTV Bass, she was the queen of sleek, futuristic outfits and some seriously killer choreography. To be honest, I hadn't had her in my ears for a good while until Past That Dutch came on at a queer club night in Manchester called Bollocks. Hearing a song you used to throw down hard to forever ago come back into your life is a magical feeling, and I knew it needed to be featured in the talent agency. If you want an introduction to Missy, straight up head to YouTube right now, like literally right now, and put as many of her music videos into your eyes as you can. As albums go, So Addictive was my first album of hers, and it's the album where Get Your Freak On debuted, so it's a pretty good choice of where to start. There's also a uh, another podcast out there called Heat Rocks on uh, the Maximum Fun Network that does uh, interviews with musicians about albums that they love. And there is a Missy Elliott episode on that. So absolutely go check that out as well. Tune in next time for a club night to remember. Stay dangerous and stay weird, runners. 